Thanks for listening to the Provoke and Inspire podcast. If our message has encouraged you, would you help us spread the word? There are three simple ways you can help. One, subscribe on iTunes or SoundCloud, and you'll always be the first to know when we've released a fresh episode. Two, rate the Provoke and Inspire podcast on iTunes. And three, share the episodes that speak the most to you on Facebook, Twitter, or wherever your voice is heard. We're honored to have you as part of our global community. You were called to make the world brighter, to run on the front lines, to cast vision where it had not yet landed. You are not gifted to be a random burst of energy, but a consistent force that enables the world to hear beauty, see potential, and write stories in a way that points the world to Jesus. Provoke and inspire. All right, welcome to the Provoke and Inspire podcast. Uh, we are having a, a world of technical amen. problems. We are trying, David just said amen to a prayer we did three minutes ago. <laughs> so uh, we have this unique combination of we got the three dudes on Skype. We got Chad in Nashville, David in Madrid of all places, Luke in Poland, typical boring Poland. But uh, <laughs> perhaps the greatest thing is we have Brian Hadwelch right here in this little yes. church in uh, in Edina, Minnesota, Woo-hoo. of all places. Boring. Yeah. yeah having well, me is boring. Well, I don't know. Having you here is boring, but having you is not boring. Oh, thank you. So hey, anyway, Covenant Collapse. <laughs> thanks for uh, telling me to... to, to uh, that I'll have to go through like four doors to get to the church. Well, right. It's well, I walked like a mile to find these guys. Today. Well, here's the funny thing: is that half of this building is a uh, is a daycare slash like a uh, like a preschool, and so they have a lot of security. And I'd imagine. I mean, I'm not judging you, or, or no offense or anything, but I'd imagine that if some of the staff yeah. saw you trying to get in here, they'd probably be reminded why walking- they got the security. I'm walking on the grass and everything, you know, and like, oh, oh it was funny, but here I am. They probably, they probably hit like Brian. code blue lockdown right now. And everything, <laughs> everything is locked down in the lawyer. Oh, Lord help Like me. all the daycare workers are hiding under their desks. <laughs> right, right. They are all that's going for their funny. guns because that's what they should do to protect themselves. Yes, Huh, but we're not going to go there. So, again, like I said, Provoke and Inspire podcast, uh, the regulars plus Brian, which is super exciting. And <clears throat> the reason why I'm excited about this conversation is is we just want to kind of share what it is God has been doing both through Come and Live, through Provoke and Inspire, but also what Brian's been doing and, and this cool uh, ministry that is happening between us. It really has represented what's going to happen uh, tonight. Uh, there, there actually is a corn show in Minneapolis tonight, uh, and, and we are going to be part of that. Uh, and, and so rather than sort of just give the whole thing away, um, I don't even know exactly how we're going to, where we're going to go with this, but, but basically what we figured out is that we have these aligned hearts, uh, that Brian's been given this unique opportunity, uh, to, to speak with people, to, to minister with people after corn shows. Uh, and we have a lot of people in different parts of the world. Uh, and so, Obviously, let's let's join forces and and where you know whenever we happen to be in a place that Brian is, uh, we get a group of people together uh, and and we we help reach people after the show. So I don't know. Remind me, Brian slash whoever else wants to chime in. Where we've done this a lot in the last uh, I don't know eight months. Yeah. Where have we all been? Um, all over South America. 
Um, I forget exactly which ones. We had like... One in Chile, I think, right? Yeah, there was a few. Yeah. And then um, in Europe, places, different countries. Is that what they're called? Countries over there? there they are, <laughs> they're right? called countries, yeah. Yeah, different countries I mean, in know, Europe. Various I mean, there's countries. just like... <laughs> there's there's a dozen or two that we've done already, it feels like. You know? <laughs> I love how specific so, you got there. They're very delayed, I think. So, so thanks for that laughter. <laughs> So I don't know, maybe we could talk about it this way a little bit. Like there was also an event, if, if I'm not mistaken, um, you did a few things with Luke specifically. Luke, maybe you yes. could talk about some of those events that you guys did, did together and you guys, we could talk a little bit about the fruit that came of that. Well, it was awesome um, working with Brian this, this whole year. So we did like, first of all, if you think back, we did three provoking inspires in Europe. So we had one in Berlin, one in Warsaw, one in Kiev. And that was really cool having Brian share there and Ben yeah. came over for one of those and David as well. Uh, then later on in the summertime during the corn tour, we um, did what what Ben just described there, coming along Brian after the corn show in um, Germany, in Poland, up in the north in a city called Słupsk. Uh, Brian and I were at Leeds Festival in the UK. That was pretty cool. Um, and we did one other one. What was the other one we did? <clears throat> Gone black. Oh, Switzerland. Yeah, you're in Switzerland. We had our team from Switzerland. Switzerland, yes. We had Stefan Mag, yes. our leader in Switzerland. Hey, Brian, do you remember when you were at that one event in uh, Poland and you got sick in the hallway? <laughs> I, I got sick? Yeah. You, freak, you freaked me out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you have to tell everyone about that. Uh, oh, my gosh. You guys are wild. Okay. So... So me and Luke, we're walking. It was just chaos. There was TV stations, like, interviewing us. There was all these people, and we had, like, it was a hall, and it was just packed. It was a conference, right? Yeah, yeah. It was, I think it was a conference. And so, you know, he's taking me to the TV interview, I think, or one at somewhere, and uh, we're walking down the stairs, and I go, I go, dude, Luke, I got to go to the bathroom. I got diarrhea. <laughs> and he looks at me. He goes, okay. I go, I go no. No, it's coming out right now. <laughs> and he goes, okay, come. I start okay, leading come. you down and I go, I'm just kidding. towards the toilet, didn't I? <laughs> like, I don't know why I did that. It just seemed like the right thing to do at that moment. <laughs> he could, he's, well, what I think is so funny is like, what was Luke supposed to do right. about it? Exactly. You know, Luke was so sincere in his attempt to like no. rescue the situation. What is he supposed to do? The poor guy. Well, oh, I, I was leading no, him straight no, to the toilet. No, it's That's coming out right doing. now. I was just leading him straight to the toilet. He, yep. he probably noticed how nervous I was and he thought it'd play into that. So. Oh, it's great. Oh. No, it was just like, it was anxiety day, I think, a little yeah. bit for us because there was so much to do. It's way too much. And I just decided to break the ice with it. Brian, <laughs> yeah, wow. Brian no, suddenly, at one right point, now. we exhausted Brian out so much. At one point, he goes, Luke, could I just go and lie down and sleep a bit? <laughs> so he goes into the room oh, to yeah. try to try to take a nap. And I'm waking him up like <laughs> after five minutes, Brian, you got to go on stage now. And he's like, what, what? Okay, puts his sunglasses on, walks out. Yep, I remember that. That was a great day, though, and you guys just brought – I remember, uh, yeah, I I told my testimony, then David uh, spoke and just brought the Holy Spirit, and just so many people were touched and filled and open. It was cool. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, it was a great night for sure. Yes. Bowel movements aside, uh, (laughs) it's hard to transition from that, but – you know, you've been you've been had it. You've been doing this for for longer than just when we've been involved. But what has kind of been your 
perception of things since we joined forces? Has it felt different? What's been the what's the experience been like? Do you feel like it's yeah, just basically that? My gosh, it's been so good. You know, some some places are better than others, obviously because there's resistance and there's open hearts in some places. But man, soak! I got I got like a a bunch of memories already with you guys. You know, doing those things with Luke, like that one we did in Poland. There was like four hundred people there, or some three or four hundred, and like when we just said, you know, who wants to receive this? And it was like every hand went up. Out yeah, and, the, and there were so corn cool. fans. They were going to the show, and it was just amazing. And then in uh, in you know Red or Leeds Festival in the UK, mm-hmm. it was um, all the you know the Holy Spirit was touching people. They're crying, and and uh, it was it was so cool. And I, I love one of my favorite things is to hear like uh, you know when I when I step aside and then Luke starts talking, and I'm just I just love when he speaks. I love also when Chad does. And, Ben, Aaron, and David, of course. So I love to just sit back and learn and watch different um, ways of communicating the gospel. And so it's been real fun. There's been a lot of fruit, and I can't wait to see what happens in the next few years, you know? And even a bad tattoo, right? Yes, and one bad tattoo (laughs) from Kiev. (laughs) I got the Kiev symbol. I like how you're kind of holding it up to the microphone. (laughs) Oh, yeah. See? See, guys? speaks. See, guys? But it's like my shirt. I was on tour when I got it. My shirt just rubbed on the tattoo for like a week, and it never healed. And now it looks like a blob. That was a super weird moment. So we were in uh, Brian and I were in Kiev together, and so you know we do the provoke and inspire event, and our Ukrainian people are amazing. So it's a great event, packed out goes super well and then they're like yeah and now we're gonna take you to like a cafe and we're gonna like have all the coolest people in ukraine are just gonna be yeah. there and so brian just say stuff yeah, <laughs> yeah. and i was like not that, i was so glad i wasn't you that was a little awkward you know and so i didn't i didn't know how to yeah it was like the coolest bands and they're like they want to say hi to you and share your story and i was like uh, okay and <laughs> and i did you know but i think it was more of like a just hang out you know jesus just hung out with people and everything and i did tell my story and i did talk about you know the change in christ and everything and but i I just yeah it was a little like i I needed to be led no Um, i mean i think it was cool it's just a funny thing you get put in often as an evangelist i mean i'm just open for anything right you know right i say yes to everything that heart's been evident but even david you could attest to the fact all of us how many times have you been put in situations where like all right now share Hmm. You know, and it's not necessarily the right situation. But Brian did great. But then, then the funny thing is, we got led from there. The guy, one of the cool guys. You know, they're all cool. I didn't, definitely did not feel cool enough. But they were like, he kind of sticks up his hand in the middle of it and goes, "Can I give you a tattoo?" Uh-huh. And we're like, "What?" So, so like, long story short, next thing I know, I'm in this like really hip like warehouse tattoo parlor. I felt like the movie Zoolander when he goes to like the underground modeling runway <laughs> thing. And like everyone's yeah. just so cool, and I'm just everyone's just like, eh, yeah, I'm cool. And Brian's on the table getting a tattoo, and then you know to find out now it's all rubbed off. So I don't <laughs> well, I'm gonna go back. How come? How come you didn't get a tattoo, Ben? Yeah, for the same reason I'm not going to the corn show because I just knew my wife would. Yell at me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, but you know. That there is a little bit of a difference when you're going for your. I mean, Brian, I don't want to do a tattoo count on you here, but I mean, what that? How, what what tattoo number was that for you? I have no idea. 
Because there's like big sections. It's hard where to the, divide. Like, see right? all these faces right here? That's one tattoo. So okay, one, two. So yeah, but um, just that those people were those guys were awesome. Yeah, yeah. And I'm talking about going back to to Kiev with yeah. with uh, what's the ministry there that we connected with? Um, when I sw- when I flew into Kiev and spoke and then flew out the next morning. Uh, well, I mean, we the local team there were Steiger. I mean, that's just Steiger Ukraine. Okay, so Steiger and um, Randy Strombeck, I forget, uh, Koinonia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're talking about going out and doing an event, um, like a suicide awareness event. And I could that's just amazing. tell my story and everything. So I think we're going to do it next spring. And so I'm going to hang out with all those guys again. Yeah. They were awesome dudes. Everybody was so cool and uh you know, um, I can't you wait to see him again. just have to get a tattoo in a non-rubbing spot this time. Yeah, well, if I'm not playing, a, if I'm not on tour, it'll be fine. Yeah. Well, anyway, so again, I think it's super encouraging, and it's very, uh, it's just so typical God to to put something together that we could never really plan. I mean, you know, by now most of you know Brian's story and the way that that you just let him, God led him through the season, and then then in corn, out of corn, back in, and then the way God has now partnered us together. I think it's just so cool. It's just a perfect example of the body of Christ and how God is able to leverage the scene that you're in uh, and, and kind of the ministry that we have to make this really strong team. And so, Brian, we've been, I mean, I know all the guys feel this way, blown away with the way you've just allowed us in and trusted us because it's not easy. You know, it's, it's your, your living, it's, it's your reputation, it's your time and energy, as we've talked about, and we're often pushing you really hard and making you get up early and stay up late and all that, so That's, I really, I really, really appreciate it. I want it. you guys, thank you for doing this, because this is what I want to do. This yeah. is why I'm, you know, there's a lot of reasons, but, you know, the main reason is because God wants to touch people, and you guys are allowing me um, um, opportunities and places to do that in right. a way that I wasn't doing, you know. After shows, those are great, but man, how cool is it to get a room full of people with a few hundred people in there instead yeah. of just only like 20 or 30 after the show. So it's awesome, man. Yeah. Thank and so you guys. to clarify the how that's worked, so because I don't know if I made that clear enough in the beginning, we're, we're like, in some cases, we've actually planned separate events that are connected to you being in a particular city, but that really opens the door for it not being just a, you know, a handful of people that you draw from the crowd, but really, Hey, come meet Brian, this maybe even a separate night. Uh, and we've really seen, uh, I think we can attest to the fact that we've seen big numbers because of that. And it's not only about numbers, but you know, it's, it's allowed us to reach more people with the gospel. And, and that's the, like you said, Brian, that's the whole reason why we're doing this. So yeah. Luke to transition. So Luke uh, has a blog series. That's really great. Um, that basically talks about if, if the Apostle Paul had a band, and it's this series of blogs that talks about that. Um, and kind of maybe, Luke, can you, can you establish a little bit of the context of that blog and then use that to, to you know, ask Brian some relevant questions related to that? Because to me, when I think of someone who's in the scene in a hardcore way, uh, I think Paul's a great biblical example. I think right now Brian's a great earthly example of doing yeah. that. Uh, so yeah. would, you, would you mind setting that yeah, up? Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, the idea came together... I was studying uh, the book of Philippians in the Bible, the letter of Paul to the Philippians, and it came about about because of the story of how Paul started that church. So the whole idea came from that, and the and the basic concept was if we need models today of how to be an artist or a band that follows Jesus, why not look to somebody like Paul and and what his focus in life was? So then the series kind of goes through the book of Philippians and touches on a few key themes of what Paul was like and how he treated people and what his focus was. Uh, One of the first themes in the book of Philippians that I covered was the way Paul cares about 
his audience or his people, the people that God brings before him. And there's this one verse that I really like, and he's talking to the, the people in Philippians, and he says, I thank God every time I remember you in my prayers. I pray for you with joy. I'm confident that what God has started to do in you, he will complete until the day Jesus comes. So it's just this love he has for people and the way he really wants to see them grow and get to know Jesus and grow in their faith. And I've seen that um, in you too, and, and just the way how you connect with people after the corn show. And I've seen you at times, even when you're really tired and, and, and tours been kind of intense, you still want to go and hang out with people and you want to spend time with them. I, I remember one event in Germany trying to pull you away to go and rest or have something to eat. And there's these lines of people wanting prayer and you were like, let's, let's stay until we pray for them all. And I really appreciated that. And so I guess the question is, what motivates you to do that? Like what what moves you to want to, after a, a, a show, when you could be going and resting, showering, going off to the hotel, you want to hang out with the corn fans, you spend hours with them sometimes. What, what got you wanting to do that? What motivates you today to do that? I, th- I think just, um, you know, given the second chance to live, and I know that, that Jesus, you know, loves everybody, and I just, I, I don't want to walk away from someone, you know, and, and you know, especially if they're waiting there. You know, and I'm just like, oh, see, ya. I know you've been waiting for 30 minutes, but yeah, later. So mm-hmm. I like to, but you know, sometimes it's it we we have to do that, like at Leeds yeah. Festival, you know, because my bus was leaving and all that, and so. But other time, like if we have the time, yeah. And then also, I've I've noticed the Lord showed me so many times that His power is made perfect in weakness. So if I'm feeling like just uh, you know weak. Or whatever, I just I think about that, and I'm like, Lord, release your power, because you know I don't f- I feel like going to lay down, but I want to do this because your power is made perfect in my weakness. So, you know, change their lives while I'm doing this. So it's all faith, you know, just walking by faith and and loving people and um, and and wanting to show Jesus instead of just talking about him. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's let's show what you know the love of Christ instead of just talking about them and then, you know, hurrying to get away from the people, you know, forget that. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. So, Brian, I finally, my, my, um, my weed whacking people finally left so I can talk again. (laughs) Woo! But hey, I I have a question. Um, do you ever have like in cases like Luke just talked about where you have lines of people that want to talk to you, do you ever, how do you deal with somebody that comes up to you and is like, you know what, and does anyone ever come up to you and say, I don't, I really don't want you to tell me about Jesus, I just want to talk to you about this topic, or like, like do you, how much pushback or opposition do you face, because at this point, I would guess that, that many people are at least somewhat aware that you've had a crazy, radical Jesus encounter. Yeah, the thing, the thing that happens is, we usually tell him he's going to tell, you know, Brian, the people that go out and talk to the fans, like uh, Brian's going to share his story of faith and everything. And so we weed out the people, usually the like you guys that get sent out to the fans get rejected before I do. So <laughs> if, if they don't want it, you know, and that's, that's I think it's better because, you know, it's it's like we want the people that whose hearts are, are ready, you know, yeah, more yeah, ready, who are are more open. And so, but sometimes I still do get, you know, I'm not, I'm not into no religion or I don't believe in all this, but 
And I go, hey, man, this I promise you it's real. I promise you it's the truth. And, and I go, will you just do me one favor? Just keep your heart open, okay? Remember yeah. what we talked about, and maybe you're not ready now, but I promise you it's the most realest thing I've ever experienced, mm. and just keep your heart open as you walk mm. through life. And that's all you can do because if yeah, they're closed right then, you know, I just, uh, you sure. know. So, yeah, awesome. cool. Thanks. A lot of bands, you know, I think today when we say care about your audience, immediately we think of other stuff like, you know, how, how can we get them to like the Facebook page or, or listen to our music or go to our shows and all that kind of stuff. And I'd love it if this could be a challenge or an encouragement to bands as well that are getting started out there or, or that are. Um, or even have been on the road for a while, Brian, would you have anything you'd want to say to bands in terms of how, how they should see the people that God puts in their way and the audience or the platform that God gives us as artists or bands? Um, and in what, what way should we be thinking about those people and how should we be caring for them? Um, those people are his special treasure. Like he calls his people, Jesus calls his people, God calls his people in the Old Testament, New, New Testament is special treasure. And so you got to look at them like that. They're they're God's treasure, and so yeah. you what do you do with treasure? You know, you keep you keep it, you take care of it, you 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 hold it in high value. You know what I mean? And so that's what we got to do. And and the the people that seem like in the world that they seem less. You know, maybe they're just a little bit off or whatever, and they and they seem a little bit like people would value them less. That's that's where I, w- I want to value more. I want to value people like that even more. You know, yeah. And so it's cool, man. I mean, Jesus just he gave me a new heart. That's it. And he just like you guys, you know, we just that's that's he gave me a, his Holy Spirit. So. And you can't you can't manufacture that. Right, that's part of it. Yep, is it? It's a, it's obvious that it's something that God's produced in you and through you, and not because because the response of okay, I'm going to find people to love better. It's not going to work that way. Yeah, one of the things that I've seen, Brian, that I really admire about you is that you don't want to waste the opportunities that God has given you. You know, and you're thinking, how many more shows am I going to get to do? And I don't want to stand before God and and go, I didn't tell people about Jesus. And I think that's really cool. How that's such a big passion of yours and it's a big inspiration for me yeah yeah and i see it in you guys too man because you know what it is it's fun as well to see god touch someone and the and the lights to come on it's so fun and so when you do it when you're faithful and 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 you know and and being selfless and and spending your time then guess what god's gonna do even more because he he can trust you and he sees that you're no joke and that you're not you're taking the the opportunity serious and so you know, it's fun, and, and, and I want to see this, like, expand, you know? Just like, Chad, your book about just taking a thousand risks, you know? Just going out there and doing it, you know? And then God will give you more, you know, all of us. So. Well, and the, the funny, you know, the funny thing about it is that a, that a lot of times people assume, you know, even, I mean, you, you wrote some really nice words, and I'm super thankful, of course, um, but but I realize that, there can almost be a perception that that you you know like we you and I have talked about this before. We both look up a whole lot to Todd White and, and the incredible fearless life that he's lived and it lives and models. And, and there's this perception that that we no longer overcome fear. It's done. Like, dude, I'm so over fear. Like three years ago, I don't even know what you guys are talking about. I can't even relate. But the truth is, every time Jesus empowers any of us 
to push past our own insecurities into, hey man, can I just tell you how much Jesus loves you and that he is real and just keep your heart open? Like, I just see that as a miracle, you know, like that, that's a miracle in me, in you. Uh, and of course, a, a miracle waiting to, to develop in someone else. And so I think that the, the beauty of what God's been teaching me in this is that every time he gives us grace to step over the line for him, that's a miracle. And, uh, and I need to see it as such, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. And do you want me to change what I wrote about you? I called you fearless. I called you fearless. I already did. It's all good. It's already all changed. Okay, yeah, 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 it's all changed. Her. I just had okay. Ben tweak it. It's great. Yeah, yeah. perfect. <laughs> just some things about being handsome and, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Oh, that's cute. Critical details. That's, cute. that's very true. So how, how have, you know, I guess a question I'm curious about is how has the how has the rest of the band reacted to I mean I don't know if maybe from their perspective things haven't really changed in the sense of you're just still doing these uh these events after shows or between shows or whenever um but have has there been a a change in in their perception of how things are or how they feeling about about what you're doing maybe it hasn't changed at all they just they're back after the show sweaty tired showering getting um uh, a masseuse rubbing them. Whoever does what, they're oh, they're doing like their one of thing. Our tours. <laughs> yeah, right. Minus the masseuse. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I thought that but was the... Luke's job. <laughs> Jeez, yeah, Luke. Yes. Go, Luke. I, I have not been. Go, Luke. That has not been my job for a long time. <laughs> That's good. You, you've been upgraded. Well, we can talk. We can talk about. He's that. upgraded yeah. to carrying cases and such. <laughs> ah, so they don't really know what I'm doing because everyone's doing their own thing, cleaning up, and I'm just out there. Sure. Doing that, and sometimes like um, they, I, th- I think they know that I do the meet and greets. They don't know what nights I do them, but it's most nights <laughs> nowadays. But uh, they just, you know, that I just call them a meet and greet, and you know, I got respect from the people, and they're like, you know, they're he's trying to help people. Sure. Yeah. And Jonathan tells me he's a, true. You know, a singer. He says, he says you got a you got a, a, a great heart, and you wear it on your sleeve, and you're a good dude, you know, so, you know, he doesn't, there's, there's stuff about religion that they don't like, but they, I think they just, um, they, they see that it's, that it's from a good, um, the motives are pure, you know, and so it's cool. Everyone's right. just like, go do it, man. Yeah. Yeah. I imagine that there's also, obviously, and we're talking about the great stuff that happens and, and, uh, and the, and the, the heart for people, but I know there's also a lot of challenges and difficulties that come with doing this kind of thing. And the world you're in, Brian, being part of Corn and traveling around the world and, and doing tour for, for long, you know, for extended periods of time, there's a lot of challenges that come with that. There's temptation, there's challenges in terms of like ambition and, and being focused on what to be focused on. And that's one of the things that comes up in Philippians as well. Paul talks a lot about. Um, how he's focused on Jesus. And he talks about, he says, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. That's a passage a lot of people know. And there's another part there where he says, I count all things lost for the excellence of the knowledge of Jesus. And he kind of says like, I had everything. I had all these great things in in the world, but I count them all as lost because of Jesus. And I know that's often how you tell your story as well. You say, I, you know, I had all this stuff and realized that, that there was, you know, there wasn't peace in it until I found Jesus. But those distractions or those things are still around us all the time. And especially when you're in the scene and you're in that world, um, sharing Jesus in that place, there are distractions, there are challenges. And I think one of the questions I wanted to ask you 
looking at that and relating to that theme in Philippians is how do you deal with those distractions or how do you not go after your own ambitions and instead, you know, stay focused on what God's called you to do? What helps you stay on track? Well, you know, that, that thing where that song, Jesus, take the wheel, hmm. you know, and, and I just surrender everything. But then, yep, some days I just be like, hey, Jesus, give me that wheel back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> and come with me because I'm, I'm going to take the wheel, you know. And so I, that's a challenge, you know. It's a it's a back and forth thing. But you know, I love the scripture. I'm looking at it on my arm, Galatians two twenty. Okay, I'm holding the, the my tattoo up to the mic again. <laughs> Galatians two twenty. Paul says that um, th- th- he says I've been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live. So he's saying he doesn't live anymore. But he says, but Christ lives in me. Yeah. And the life that I live now, I live by the faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So I keep going back to that. You know, if I get off track, I keep going back to that. And and it's, I don't know, it's pretty routine. I mean, there's there's distractions, but, you know, God's grace. I just, I just you know, I can't do anything without his grace. So I just say, Lord, I'm off track. Please give me, come and get me back on track because I'm off track a little bit, whether it's a little thing or a bigger thing, you know. And I've shared my struggles, like in my book and and whatnot. But um, yeah, my focus is one thing, and it's you know letting Jesus just use my body. That same scripture, uh, scripture, that same scripture. There's a different translation where it says, "And now I enjoy a different existence." Which is simply Jesus Christ using mm-hmm. my body. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. how cool is that? Yeah. I forget what translation it is. I'll look it, it up. Sounds later. like a message. Yeah, it does sound like the message. So that's good. cool. Mm-hmm. Well, look, since this is your series, and I think it's actually an awesome series. How about you kind of close us up here because we got to get Brian going. He's got a show tonight. Oh. Our team's going to be joining him. We expect a lot of great show. Things. So uh, maybe just kind of to end us here with kind of a closing Wait. question. Yes. Yeah. You guys have been asking me all these questions. Can I ask questions? You ask oh. Yeah, you ask a person a question. <laughs> yeah, you no, dude, that's, that's uncomfortable. We, we'd like rather that. just no, ask no, you all good. the questions. Especially if it's directed towards Chad. And it's <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't ask me any questions this way. <laughs> so what is it? So you, a thousand risks, Chad. So you're saying still. You mean Ben? You still, when you go up on the street. And you and you hit up and you always do. Every time I'm with you, you're going up to someone like even more than me, and so you still feel that feel that fear sometimes. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah, or man. That, and that's and that's you know obviously I realize what I just shared that only you and I know what what I'm talking about because <laughs> I'm referring to something you wrote that only I've seen and I'm assuming everyone else you know is privy to it. But uh, I think that what I was getting at and yeah, what I, the point that I was making there is that yeah, man, I still. To this day, like, I don't know how many, hundreds and hundreds of times God's used me to, to love people a little more like Jesus does, and I still struggle with fear. Like, I still, I'm, I, I'm not like Todd, where it's just like, I don't think, it, at least it doesn't seem to me like he deals with fear. But I'm like, oh man, should I do it? Should I not? Like, uh, you know, I've even played. Do you really I, ever get over it, though? Like, even Todd? I mean, I feel like. Isn't that a little bit? Part I feel of like it? Todd is over it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I think it's always going to be difficult because it's such an important thing, and it's a matter of life and death. And, and like Paul said in First Corinthians two one through five, that he came with weakness and with much fear and trembling, uh, and he didn't speak with persuasive words, but with God's power. And I think there's always going to be an element of shaking yeah. knees and uh, trembling voice. 
But uh, it's like when we take those steps, it's like David, he could take another step of faith because he remembered how God helped him when he was looking after the sheep. So I think it's like that. Like that? Yeah, and you... DJ David, that was awesome. Yeah, that was. Real, like, robotic and in Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's cool. I mean, it's like you just just said, Brian. Yeah, sorry, sorry, man. Like I, you could just text in your question. How about that? And then I'll just read it. <laughs> no, it, every we got time, the gist of it. We got the gist of yeah, it. Yeah, we dude. got the gist of it. Every time that we That's do. That's usually me. That's usually me. Every time we step out of our comfort to love somebody and we see Jesus move, it, it is like, it's like, oh man, I, my heart is warmed. I, I'm like, man, I'm, I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. And that person just got touched by God. Jesus just healed them. He just saved them. He just reconciled their marriage, you know, and it, and it does, it, it's like spiritual adrenaline. And so I think there is something, you, you hit seasons sometimes where it's like, man, Lord, I've just been seeing you do so much that, that, that it does encourage me to keep going. And then, but there's also been seasons where that hasn't been the case. And I pray, you know, I pray for someone and they don't get healed instantly or they, they don't want to hear about Jesus or whatever the case is. And, and you know, we've got we've to protect our hearts to, to not allow um, the enemy to, to deceive us, you know, and, and begin speaking lies to us that, that our identity yeah. is somehow wrapped up in that. Yeah, yeah. Hey, before we go, can I just share a couple things? And then um, uh, David or or whoever's been touring with David, maybe you can share a couple cool things that happen on the road. Is you, that cool? You definitely can. David's gone because the internet's <laughs> <Okay>. terrible. <laughs> Ryan, how about you hit us with a couple of cool stories from from what's going on, and then we can maybe uh, pray for you things that are you know specifically on your heart that you would like for us to to share with people and pray for you. Okay, cool. Well, there was this. Uh, it was awesome. There's this one girl in. Um, Germany last last March we went there and she was in a wheelchair and my friend found her and she had a uh, cystic fibrosis is that the the lung thing yeah yeah so she needed a lung and she wasn't gonna make it unless she got a lung and so mm-hmm. but I said you know we prayed my friend Brian from Ireland prayed for her and said God I pray for a brand new lung so it got to a place where I, I was like you're healed you're gonna be healed and you're gonna come to the corn concert in August. And I want you to meet the whole band. And she just freaked out because she. Wait, wait, hold band. on, pause. Pause. You you told her. Hey, wait, tell, help me understand you how. Can see th- Brian's face right now. Yeah, yeah. How, how did that? He's wait. doing the face I do whenever Chad. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure this out. So you, because that's 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 like the craziest risk that that anyone could ever take. So you you just had peace from the Holy Spirit that she was healed. And so, therefore, you told her that, or how did you know to tell her that? Because that's that's really really bold. Well, we, my friend, I wasn't that bold inside, but I was yeah. just like, "You're gonna be, you're gonna be better, and then we're gonna hang out, and you're gonna meet the whole band." Wow. So, and my friend was the bold one. He goes, hmm. he goes, "God, I pray for a brand new lung." Wow. And uh, and I was just like, "How's that gonna happen?" <laughs> but yeah, I know it can. I've heard the stories, you know. It was that fear and that doubt. Yeah, and yeah. But, so I was just hoping, you know, I was hoping that God <laughs> would come through. And I really liked her. You know, she, every, she's such a sweet girl. And mm. and her friend had cystic fibrosis too. Not in, not in that, uh, it wasn't that bad. It didn't, you know, it wasn't advanced like hers. But so I get a message in, in late July and she says, um, she says, or my friend texts me that, that she's in really bad shape. 
and and that she's probably not going to make it mm. by the time the concert comes. And then a couple more weeks later, we find out that she is just she's gone. She lost all like her. She's still her body's alive, but she's gone. Mm. And so, but at the last yeah. minute, when she's like checked out, basically. They got a lung and they did surgery and she woke up like three days later and she's like, what happened? And so she wasn't healed enough to come. She got a, almost a brand new lung. This brand new lung came from a person, but it, it took to her body so well that she mm. just pr- progressed. So And so she wasn't um, – she she was still like in, at rest, so she couldn't come yeah. to the concert, but – I got uh I flew to Munich and we drove to the hospital hung out with her for an hour or so and it was wow. just so awesome. I posted it on Facebook and everything. And then wow. um you know the summer with the suicides with Chris Cornell, Chester Bennington yeah. from Lincoln Park and and their suicide so I was just broken about it, you know. And so when I was in Jersey that that day or that that week or whatever um there was I was telling my story and this one guy came over to my friend and he was like, "Hey, uh um, this was my last day to live, and he goes, hmm. and he pulled out a suicide note and showed him, and he goes, "This must be a sign, right?" And so we were just like, "Oh, oh my gosh, that's wow. crazy!" So God was moving in the midst of all that suicide stuff. There was another thing that week where uh, there was a um, a drug addiction place, you know, that they 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 help addicts and everything, a rehab place. They came down to film my story. I found out after the concert, one of the cameramen was going to end his life. And after that night, wow. he Come on. he woke up. So, I mean, just cool stuff happening, you know. Wow. But there was small stuff, big stuff, but those are the ones that stick out to me. It was, it was really yeah. fun. How about you guys out on the road in Eastern Europe or whatever? You got a couple or no? Are we running out of time? Uh, we are a little bit, but I mean... Fine, then! <laughs> we, we, talk, we talk all the time. I mean, God God did incredible things. I mean, there was a part of the tour that I wasn't a part of uh, where these guys went to Turkey. Yeah. Um, and we're, we're releasing a documentary about the Middle East tomorrow, and uh, it, it talks about how God opened up the door and, and basically showed through this very unlikely band that, that the Middle East and Middle East young people can be reached for the gospel, with the gospel. Um, and they, they went to Turkey. Um, we had no permission whatsoever uh, because of the state of emergency that's in that country. Yeah. Um, and just, just because their general antagonism to the gospel, it was not possible for us to get permission. So these guys just went, uh, and they had there was eight days, and they did 16 shows. Uh, no permission. They would just show up on a square or wow. somewhere in the city, rock out of a van. They had, like, battery-powered stuff and just... <laughs> Threw it all up to, and then played, preached. If they survived, if no one shut them down, they'd do it again. Uh, and a couple times they got shut down. Um, there was opposition, um, but most of the time, huge crowds built. God opened the door. People wow. were praying to receive Jesus in Woo! Turkey during a state of emergency. I mean, this is huge stuff. I mean, a couple of thousand people saw the show. Uh, all these people indicating they wanted someone to follow up with them and tell them more about Jesus. That's um, just the book of Acts right there in is. a modern yeah. sense, you know? It is. I mean, really, so it is. So awesome. Where can we see that documentary? Uh, the documentary will be on Steiger's Facebook page. Steiger is the ministry that Come and Live is a part of. It'll also be released on Come and Live. So Steiger's website, uh, S-T-E-I-G-E-R.org, or, of course, comeandlive.com. Uh, and this, I, I really think this is going to be an encouraging documentary. And what I'm excited about is is you know what if we wouldn't even if nothing would even come back to Steiger but it would literally just inspire people 
to go and give and, and reach the Middle East, then, then, I mean, really, that's the whole reason we put this thing together. That's why we fought for 10 months, 12 months to put this thing together through all sorts of opposition and obstacles. What's it? What's, um, what's the documentary called? Uh, it's called Hope Rising in the Middle East. Woo! Hope and, Rising uh, in the Middle I East. I think it really, really, I think. I'm getting fired and, up. So if you go to steiger.org slash hope rising, uh, you'll be able to find the documentary there. So that's steiger.org slash hope rising. Uh, so proud of you guys, man. Well, anyway, this is likewise, dude. And and Brian, you you feel like family more than a guest, which is I really yep. feel like that's what you are. Um, so we're I gonna feel it too. we we are excited for what's gonna happen tonight. Uh, we believe that God's gonna do big things both tonight and beyond, and and we're just open to whatever God leads, mm. and and our hearts are aligned, yes, which is Jesus. we just want to see people outside of the church come to know Him. Come on. It's the there's nothing better. There's no other reason we do all of this yeah. is for that simple fact that people need to meet their their creator and their father and, mm. and that's our stories and that's what we want people to know. So yeah. thanks for being with us Brian awesome. and uh yeah. David you I think you Thank I don't you. know if you're there but uh but yeah, we will talk to you next time. Peace. Yeah. Thanks for listening to Provoke and Inspire, the official Come and Live podcast. To hear past podcasts, go to comeandlive.com. Got a question for the guys? Send it in to provokeandinspire at comeandlive.com.